0: Hello everyone, my name is David Hills, and this is the Voice of Thunder Wishing you a happy St. Patrick's Day I hope you didn't party too hard, but I hope you party just enough uh, I'm gonna maintain this distance and this volume or uh, tone, I guess So that nothing really peaks, but you know, everything is really safe It's way easier for me to project than for you guys to like I guess for me to lower my voice in a way that doesn't... I don't know. I don't See, can you guys hear me okay when I talk like this? What it, like, if I'm this far away, I'm, I'm kind of far from the mic right now, to be honest. But what if I talk like this? Are you guys able to hear me? But what if I'm over here? See, I'm a bit further back now. But I'm not talking as low. Can you still hear me if I'm talking like this? It doesn't look like that on the... Uh, on the old monitor here but that's just something i observed now b- my energy is booming today because i'm going to be talking about this play slash journey that i went through uh last weekend i know this is super late but i mean it's the fr- it's literally the friday after it happened but last saturday my parents celebrated my birthday by taking me out to Pennsylvania in Lancaster, and we saw this, this sight and sound called David. Now, my name is David, so you, you know, I was feeling it. I was like, yo, this is crazy. It's a play about me. But it was so much more than a play. I can't even, I'm going to try my best to describe the magnificence that i witnessed on that saturday one it was ice cold because it was snowing and i brought like a light jacket i brought my wolf jacket that am i peeking you how i'm so far away and i'm not even yelling really but regardless i'm gonna try to edit that in post yeah so i was freezing i was i was i am very sensitive to the cold So, when we got over there and it was snowing outside, I literally had to run to the car and just, like, warm up in the car. That's it. There was nothing, there was no kind of, like, respite for me to to be warm. It was always going to be cold. And I was like, yeah, this is going to suck. This is what happens when you don't plan ahead. Don't really go with the wing yet, or at least if you're like me. My 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 body is very, very sensitive to cold, which means that I'm able to tank most heat very well. Like, it'll be summertime, and I could still have my sweater on. But if it's like 30 or 40 degrees, I need that coat. I need that jacket, or I'll be freezing the whole way. Sometimes, even in the 50s, it's bad. But that's something, I don't know, maybe my iron is low, maybe I'm anemic. You know, I'm a skinny guy, that's what people assume. But regardless, it was a hard time in the cold. But when we got there, everything changed. Like, it, one, all the memorabilia, all of the merchandise had my name on it. So, of course, I had to buy it. They, that was like a ploy. It was almost like a ploy. To get people like me who see my name on something. And I'm like, hmm, this is great. That's a, what is it, tourist trap? Whenever there's like a a card or like a keychain and it has like all the names on it and you go and look for your name, that's what I always do. So that entire place, the entire building was like that for me. So, I went in, I got a, cu- a, a cup, a mug, a freaking keychain, uh, like a poster, I think. I don't think I got a poster, but it was amazing. And I didn't even get to this show yet. We walked in, and it was like the smell of uh, roasted almonds. And, man, I knew this was going to be great. So, we went in, we went inside, and sat down on our seats. It was a lot of people, but I'm pretty sure that they weren't even full capacity. Because a lot of people got, like, locked out from the snow. The buses were delayed and everything. And we're just waiting. And we wait for a while. And then the show, like, kind of starts to pick up. They're like, hey, we're going to delay everything for 20 more minutes to give people a little bit more time to come through. They also mention that all of the proceeds will go to ukraine to to support the efforts in ukraine and i felt i was like oh man everything that they earned from the show will go to ukraine at least the first the first like day because it was opening day of the show the, the show david before i get like into the thick and thin if you don't know what sight and sound is it's essentially like an advanced version of a play. Now, this is something that I didn't really know too much going in, but it's like they put on the regular play that you would think, but then they have like live animals coming through the audience. They have opening panels, like a completely different separate stages on the left and right sides of you. So it feels like you're really in that world. They, they have, It's like 4D at the movie theaters but i don't know i was getting chills the entire time the atmosphere that they set up was amazing when we started off we started off seeing david as a kid and he's trying to impress his dad he he wants to spend time with his dad but he also loves to sing and 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 do music the dad doesn't care for that though because he's trying to be about that business He's working hard, and he wants David to work just as hard as his brothers. Now, you guys have probably heard the story of David and Goliath at some point, but this is that except more advanced. I'm not going to go through the entire thing, but that starting scene where David is with his mom after his dad like kind of just messes with him and is just like, yo, you just got to relax that. Don't try to do... Don't don't try to be something other than what I'm telling you to be. Just be this. Just go over there with the sheep. And then the mom comes in and she's like, hey, well, your dad is just trying to look out for you. But out here with these sheep, you can develop yourself. You can truly be alone with just you and 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 god and see the 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 land you can you can observe everything and take everything in you and she was just as she was speaking about that we the audience was were taking in the land They, they started to reveal different portions of the stage like the stage in front was all revealed but as i said there's like a right there's a whole right side stage and a whole left side stage that had screens and different like terrains and animals coming through. Uh, I can't I can't actually describe it without getting too excited. That was phenomenal the way that they did it. All of their music was excellent. I that was actually my one complaint about the show. Because it was, it was literally, okay, it was so good that I wanted to listen to it right after. Like, all of the songs hit me, and I was like, oh, man, and I'm feeling it. But after the show, they were like, well, we can't, we didn't release the music yet. The music is coming out in a month. A month! You want me to wait a month? To listen to this again? (sighs) Anyways. Yeah, so David is there and he's playing on his harp. And then different parts of the stage start to glow and be filled with, like, this atmosphere. I don't know. And then, uh, you know, everything happens. It fast forwards through David's life and he's going through all these things. And... Man, I'm just going to talk about a couple of things, a couple of scenes. One, when they show Goliath. When they show Goliath, that's when I was like, yeah, this is the type of voice acting I want to be on. This is what I want to be. Because Goliath came through. He didn't even really come through. He wasn't on screen. But they showed him talking, and he was like shaking everything. He shook the audience, everything was red, there was smoke everywhere, and then he was just like, is there no one there to face me? Are all men in your army weak? I only need one. If any of you will beat me, we will become your slaves. But of course, if i beat you then it's clip and everybody's you know all scared and everything i would be scared too he sounded menacing and then david is like the victory is the lord's god helped me beat these bears he helped me beat these wolves he built he i have not lost a single time and that's all because the lord is on my side i can take this giant out they beforehand they had david you know play his harp for saul because saul was getting saul was the king and he was having these hard times with his mind or whatever he wasn't able to sleep so david played his harp and saul was like ah man i'm finally able to rest and he fell asleep then he introduced him he introduced david to his daughter and then david was like wow that is the most beautiful girl that i've ever seen and then it wasn't until David heard Saul, because Saul was saying, yo, if anybody comes out, if anybody faces Goliath, I'll give them all the gold in this carriage, all the, the riches. I'll give him a piece of land. He doesn't have to pay any more taxes. But then he said, I'll also give them my daughter's hand in marriage. David heard that. He was like, God, can we do this? <laughs> I was like... I was with it. Um but no, when they had Goliath come out, Goliath was actually towering over everybody. Now, Mr. Randy on the side was like, "Hey, uh I don't think Goliath was actually that big. He was probably just he was probably just like a large man and intimidating." And maybe he was. Things can be misconstrued. Things it's literally been thousands of years since any of these things would have taken place. But, I mean, at the same token, there could have just been giant guys out there. We don't know. Bet. They, I know how they set Goliath up, but it was still cool to see. Like, they had built-in slow motion, which I don't really know how they may happen. Like, he was waving the sling right he David was readying the, the rocks from this sling and he was gonna shoot goliath with that he started to, to, to wing them to swing them around and then there was a moment where everything like slowed down and goliath's arms started to come down on david and david slowed down and stopped the sling mid mid throw mid swing Man, man, how did you do that? How did it was there like a an invisible line or a visible string? I'm pretty sure they had other like soldiers in the background holding up Goliath, but man, I'm gonna once again take this time to go back to the music because after that the music just starts hitting different. One, Saul lets his crown get the better of him because David obviously wins, the The city loves him, and then he starts saying, I'll do what I have to do, anything for the crown. This is the one song that I uh, vividly remember. I remember all the songs, but I can't recite them at all, but this, it's catchy enough that I I, I I remember it fully. And I can't sing it because it's the villain song. I'm not going to be the villain. But he was like, yeah, I'll do whatever I need to do for the crown. And he was just killing everybody. And he was stealing from people. And then David had to go on the run for years. The music in that portion was amazing. Was amazing. They had a little montage a a, a little montage scene where david was going everywhere and he was singing as he would go on these adventures it was just nice it was just nice but fast forward to like a way later part in the in the play david met Bathsheba. now at this point he was the king of the of jerusalem and he his goal was to try to like bring back all the pieces that they had lost in the past so he was conquering all these other lands going out with his crew until eventually he realized he can't be the king of the kingdom and do all of the tasks that need to be done there and then also be the warrior that goes out and fights with everybody so he starts sending the men out he sends he sends the soldiers out while he stays and handles the business i don't know who was singing for bethsheba But they really did this well. They made it so that when she started singing to begin with and David heard her, he looked over there and was entranced. It was like a, it was innocent. It was like a a calming and nurturing kind of sound. It was really nice to hear on the ears. It wasn't, I'm not saying that afterwards it wasn't nice to hear, but. At first, it seemed so so light and, 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 and vivid. Or not vivid. It seemed light and, like, innocent, you know? But then this man, David, was scheming. He had a couple of wives. or He had a few wives already. But he was like, now, that's my friend's wife. I might have to see her real quick. Like, invited her over to the castle. Did crazy things you know how he does made big mistake goofy now i when i was a kid i didn't really realize what that was like i had read the story in the past but i didn't really know how crucial that was he really did that he he basically he had brothers not his brothers but like his friends He was with them for years, decades, fighting with them, eating with them, sleeping, not in that way, but he was, he, he was with them. And that was one of his brothers, his friend, his brothers in arms wife. That was, that was his girl. And he really said, yo, my brother is out there. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to sleep with his wife. That's crazy. That's crazy. And then. And then Bathsheba began to be pregnant. And after that, David had to think fast because now Bathsheba was was feeling guilty that she had cheated on her boy on her man. And David was starting to be like, nah, I'm the king. You can't just bring that out there. And then so Bathsheba started to sing again, but this time it was dark and sad and David joined in singing the same song that Saul was singing in the beginning. And I'm like, bro, how did they make it sound so good together? My gosh. But in case you don't know what happens next, this man, David, calls his boy back from the army. Not the rest of the army, but just him. And he's trying to get him to go home to his wife and make it seem like it was his baby. But the boy, my boy doesn't want to do that. He goes and he's like, you know what? Nah, if I, if I, my, my, my team, my brothers in arms are out there fighting. What does it look like for me? to go and have a good time with my wife. What does it look like for me to relax and sleep? Nah. I'm not going to go over there. And then David is like, "Yo, what is he doing?" He's trying, he's scheming. So he starts to try and get him drunk. He's like, "Okay, if I get him drunk, he'll just go home. He'll forget about all that. And he'll go home." Even when he was barely too barely coherent, couldn't even really walk he still stopped himself from going home to his wife he was like no no what am I doing I can't do that the guys are out there waiting for me and so he sleeps outside on the floor before going back to his wife and then Bathsheba is like yo David I'm just gonna go tell him I don't really care for you I honestly am not going to keep your, stu- your your secrets. I'm just going to tell him. And then David is like, no, no, no. Just give me some time. I can figure it out. Mm-hmm. David sent them, my boy out early in the morning before Bathsheba could tell him. Sent him out. And he was like, yo, he told the general, which is another one of the boys. He said, yo, go out and put him out on the front lines. And then when the battle is at its peak, shout for a retreat. Now, the whole time, the whole time, the message was, hey, the Lord is with us, so we will never go back. We won't go back ever. We'll keep going forward because the Lord is with us. The battle is the Lord's. He's already won it. There's no need to retreat. That was the first time in, like, 30 years that they ever retreated. They called for the retreat. The boy was like, yo, I'm not going anywhere. Never go back. The Lord is with us. And freaking... Ah! He started to go in. Arrow shot him down. Boom, boom, gone. And then he, he kept fighting. He kept trying to go through. Arrow shot... Boom, 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 boom. Ah! My boy fell to his knees. Dead. Alright, so I've gone on talking about this for a pretty long time. It's not really that long. I mean, I guess it depends on how the editing goes. But, I think that either after that or right before that is one of the best scenes in the entire thing i i really don't know i don't remember because it has it seems kind of synonymous with one of the scenes. there's two points in which david has to just go and be by himself and be one with the nature again like he learned when he was a boy and just be with god the first part i believe is like right before he comes back and becomes king and then the second one is right now where he's just committed a grave crime and he doesn't even realize what he's done and then like he's going through it everybody's like telling him yo you done goofed how could you have done such a thing the priest is giving him this story where there's basically two shepherds and one of the shepherds has this little lamb and he's like, yo, I'm gonna take care of this lamb. I'm gonna eat with this lamb. This is precious to me. This is this is my boy, Charlie. And then there's this other shepherd that has like an entire field. He has dozens of sheep. He has cows, he's got horses. But then one day he sees and he sees the first shepherd with Charlie. And he's like, you know what? I want that guy. So he steals Charlie from the other shepherd and kills Charlie. Dang. Eats. He kills Charlie. He kills Charlie, and then eats that lamb rather than the tons and tons of other lambs. And then David is like, obviously, yo, this guy should be killed. This guy should be. He says specifically He should lose four times what he took from the other shepherd. And he said, And then the priest was like, yo, that's you, bro. What are you doing? Looking goofy. I keep clapping my hands. You're looking goofy. He he told him, yo, you're looking goofy. And uh David's like, no, it can't be. And he's going to do it through a depression. He's like, "Yo, I don't, God, I'm not really." Yeah, now that I'm thinking about it, this is a different scene. He's like, he says something like, "Wash me white as snow," and I didn't really like that, but I understand. I understand it. I guess there's just been a lot of racial tensions recently, where I'm like, ah, I don't know." I mean, he, what if he black? He good, but regardless, no, he he's he wants to be clean of that he wants to have a clean slate with the lord he doesn't want to like lose what he has with him and then he goes through a whole sequence where it starts snowing and it snows in the entire place I, I'm glad that it wasn't the actual snow because I would have been I would have been having a hard time Uh, honestly this probably was a little bit All over the place, but the scene that I was talking about from the beginning was more magical than even all the snow and the smoke and the music swelling it behind us. That was amazing. But the scene that I'm talking about is where David is in the mountainside, he's just by himself, he's playing his harp, and then it's literally like a concert goes down. Like, this is what I would imagine people at concerts see like he just sits and he's at the center of everything and he's just giving it all to god and then the stars in the sky overwhelm and 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 absorb him it comes through it comes through and just completely washes over him and then we see the stars and skies all throughout this terrain david rises up they have him like on this, uh, on this little, I guess, contraption that raises him higher into the sky. And he's literally just playing, and I'm feeling things in my heart, and I'm like, whoa, this is incredible. It's like he's in the universe, he's traveling through the planets. He, uh, Man, what was I watching? I was watching something crazy unfold. And that is something that I, desperately desire that's the type of fulfillment that i need in this life to be truly at peace but yeah that i would want to see it again but it's not the type of thing that you see more than once it's like a broadway play i don't think you see those more than once And I realized that I wasn't really talking, projecting enough. But, yeah. I have been going on a while about this, so I'm going to start to wrap up. I was going to read a little bit. Actually, I will read because I got promises to keep. But, luckily, this week is going to be short. It's not going to be... One of the uh, one of the main stories that I'm working on, because I'm going to be honest, I was pretty lazy and I didn't work on them at all. But uh, (laughs) uh, I do, however, have something that past me wrote and I'm going to try to speak that speak to that a little bit and hopefully, you know, not take too long, you know, edit it and then get it out on time. It's about to be 9. I can do this. I can do this. I'm not really sure about the distance. I think this is good. Is this good? I really hope so. Okay. Now, this is titled... I don't even think it has a title. No, the title is Beautifully... um, The title is Beautiful Fire. Which is, I guess... I didn't really, which is a basically, I'm, which is, I'm pretty sure, a way of past me saying, hey, I didn't really think of a title, so this is, this is literally just a summary of what I say. I think it's like a, I don't even know, honestly. I'm reading this, I'm reading this a little bit, and I'm like, uh, this is a little weird, but whatever. I'm gonna try to read it in my, uh, kid voice. <laughs> kid voice wow oh my god uh okay all right all right all right enough playing around fire you oh god i can't do that uh ah fire use oh ah ah fire oh, i can't this voice is too much it's too much i'm talking literally in my head uh okay Fire usually struck me as pure destruction. Nothing more than a blunt instrument to do dirty work, removing evidence, being fed by the stuff we live off of. It just seemed like something that is just pure pure weaponry. However, when I hit the imagination growth in 2012, a whole lot more of it became clear. Fire is beautiful because of the way it is naturally untampered with it doesn't harm anything unless people use it for harm it's actually something that is ever giving it bathes us in its heat to prevent freezing like a warm blanket in the winter it illuminates the world to give us the gift of direction and most of all it's beautiful because of its physical appearance have you ever seen a bonfire okay that got me a little bit cringe but all right, have you ever seen a bonfire? See how the fire bends and f- bends and flickers in the wind. Yet it has some kind of mesmerizing dance to it that makes us want to watch it forever. Unfortunately, God didn't design it so that we could look at fire all day. Why did I? What, what is this spelling? Unfortunately, God didn't design it so we could look at fire all day. He designed us in a way that allowed us to build upon its gift, to extend the warmth to the lat to, to extend the warmth to last longer periods, to brighten the light, focusing it into something that can further it up the world, to allow us to advance. I think he's talking about us turning fire in, into energy, or harnessing the energy that fire. Whatever. If God designed us to be able to withstand the smoke in our eyes, we would probably never stop staring at it. The fire. Okay. I shouldn't have stopped. Uh, But yeah. I think that past me was trying to say, because I think he was trying to say that it was beautiful to look at. I don't know why he said physical appearance when technically fire doesn't really have a physical appearance. It's all energy. But yeah, I, I I I don't know why, but whenever I see fire, it's it's mesmerizing. I want to just stare and look at it. I don't know. It, it seems nice. It seems calming. Like when you have a candle. I recently had, got a candle from Lancaster, and. Mm-hmm just turning it on it's been a while since i've actually seen fire or controlled fire i don't know i don't know something peaceful about it i guess but also this is definitely not something that is peaceful all the time this is something that could cause great destruction there have been forest fires that have completely obliterated the lands and i think that's what past me was trying to get at There's a lot of destruction that comes from fire, but it also has like a side feature. It's it's not made to be destructive or feared. And I think there's something really significant in that message. But that's not something that I can discuss further right now. It's already super long, Uh. If you've made it to this point, I appreciate you. Thank you. Uh, you've been listening to The Voice of Thunder. I'm David Deckel Hills. Thank you so much for listening.